Well, oh my God, hello everyone. This is Roman, welcome back. Um, all my Legion heirs, um, it feels weird. I feel like I miss you guys. Um, Cameron, when was the last time that we recorded? Was it like middle December, beginning of December? December like 10th. Wow, see that's why I love Cameron. Yeah, he know he can pick that out. I mean, if I asked him the last time that he uh like if I asked him the last time he swallowed a penis, he can tell you that. I I trust me, I know I did that as a joke and the motherfucker told me the exact date and the time. Um but yeah, it's been a month. Like we recorded the last two um the two episodes 3 and 4 like before at the same time, so I literally haven't talked to you guys like this for a month and I missed you. Let's see. Let me get this out the way. Happy New Year's everyone. I know that that passed. Um, um, and I'm, you know, it doesn't matter what culture you are. You generally believe that the year starts in January, unless you're the Chinese weirdos. Um, happy MLK Day, everyone. Funny story. Um, I was at a fucking Kiki on MLK Day, and we found out that MLK's daughter, his name is Bernice Albertine King. I don't mean to talk shit, but can you imagine your name being Bernice Albertine King? Like, that sounds like, if your name, if that's your name, the only two things you can do are be a civil rights leader and, like, or run the brunch lunch, <laughs> the brunch at church. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, either you a deaconess or for you fighting for the cause. Bernice Albertine King? Like, girl, if that is my free name, I'd rather be a slave. Okay, I would rather be an enslaved Cody than a motherfucking um, free Bernice Albertine King. Want me to pause? Okay. Um, uh, sorry, I just saw some weird shit, and I was, like, calling my editor out. Like, what is that? And he was like, you don't know what you're talking about? Keep talking. So, <laughs> that's us. Um, but, yeah, Bernice Albertine fucking King. Like, all I see when I think of that is shoulder pads and, uh, and, and probably wearing one of the same dresses that Aretha Franklin did at her funeral. But, <laughs> like, let me leave that woman alone. And to, for her, to the people out there who think I'm picking on that woman, we know damn well with a name like Bernice Albertine King, she got three or four prayer circles going, bitch. So she ain't worried about me, honey. Okay? Happy MLK Day to her. Um, uh, one thing, I will have just hit the 500 milestone, 500 listener milestone by the time, or, like, not just, but I hit it. Um, yesterday, so well, you know what I mean. So by the time you listen to this, hopefully I'll be well on my way to a thousand. So I want to thank everyone for finally hitting the 500 milestone. Um, I, as always, please listen, rate, give me feedbacks, and then share. Um, I definitely want to make sure you know as many people as possible are listening to the sound of my voice and telling me how amazing I am and how insightful. Right, everyone. So let's start like we always do with our mood enhancer break. I'll give you two seconds to get your mood enhancer ready. One, two, no, Cameron, not that big of a line. Joking, everyone, joking. We do liquid. Um, so on a count of three, one, two, three, we're gonna do our mood enhancer. She ain't no diva. Okay, now let's get into it. One thing I want to make sure you guys know, my Instagram is when in Rome. So if you want to hit me up, it's W-H-E-N-N Rome. Okay, now let's get into it. Um, okay, let's, so let's get into what happened while I was gone. Um, or I guess since the last time we did this, um, I went to Brazil, everyone. Oi, bom dia, obrigada, pau. Um, that means hello, 
Um, good morning. Um, thank you. And dick. So those are the four things I needed to know. Trust me, I made the last use of pow. Very. <laughs> that was my favorite. Um, anyone who knows that I know knows me, that knows that I love Brazil. I've been there. It's my third time. Um, it's definitely an annual thing that me and my friends are going to do. The music, the men, the dick, the drugs. I don't know. There's no order of operations. They're all important. Um, the standard of living is low. So it's like, it's just like, it's like Disneyland, right? Um, I love the culture. I love the people. They're so welcoming. Obviously, they're gorgeous. And everyone has a big dick. Like the median dick size there is seven and a half inches or something. Oh my God. Go to Salvador if you're going to do Carnival. Um, it's the most beautiful black people I've ever seen, except for, you know, African Americans. Americans. Uh -huh. um, but like, I will say that like one one thing, one difference between Brazil and here is like, every, you know, everyone loves circuit music in Brazil. People love circuit music here. But why did I have to go to Brazil to hear circuit music with people of color in it? And by that, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like black people, women, you know what I mean? Why was it? Why was I? Why was I in Brazil when I first heard Eve? Um, fucking Little Kim, fucking Mariah Carey, Destiny Child, old Destiny Child. Not, you know what I mean? Not that palatable white shit that, you know, or palatable black shit that um, Beyonce does. Like, it's not shit, but it's like, I feel like right now she's like the palatable black person for white people. Um, so everyone listens to Renaissance. But did you listen to anything before Renaissance? Did you know Beyonce before Renaissance? Anyway, you know what I mean? Like, anyone who knows about circuit music in this country knows that there's a very small amount of DJs. They're all, um, they're all men. <sighs> They all generally come from the same fucking generation and you don't get a lot of newness. And as a result, I feel like the circuits, the music here is just so dead compared to Brazil. Like it was just like, you could tell just because there's so many more DJs and I feel like they have to try. Not that big DJs don't try, but it doesn't feel like they are bringing us anything new. Like the makeup of the circuit scene is no longer just white people. So I feel like the music needs to reflect that. The music needs to reflect the people of color who go to the circuit scene. Because let me tell you, baby, when you hear some cool hip hop and you hear some cool fucking like, you know, black music or Latin music mixed in with circuit, it gives you a whole other vibe, baby, than just hearing Gaga and Britney. So I, I mean, my God, I challenge, we need way more diversity in our music out here. The other thing I saw when I was in fucking Brazil is why were half the DJs at the circuit parties women? You know what I mean? Like how many women DJs are out here? I know like three of them, they're not American. Do you know what I mean? Like, and I don't even know of a woman, American woman DJ on the circuit scene. Like, and, but I'm telling you, like, and it wasn't even just the same type of woman in Brazil. I saw like an Asian woman. There was these, you know, stereotypical, beautiful, blonde eyed, blue haired Brazilians, but there was a plus size um, Hispanic girl. Like, there was is the, 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 and, and like they, and to be perfectly honest, the women killed it over the last two weeks. Do you know what I mean? So, I just think that it was it it actually surprised me by how um diverse the music was in Brazil compared to here and what really gets me is it actually just put into big into perspective just how close our circuit music is and that's why I just don't like it right now like you know what I mean like it's just not giving it to me um a funny story I was in Brazil and this guy asked me he's like oh my god so what's your name and I was like oh it's Roman and he was like oh my god so you're a woman I was like mm, no my name is Roman and he goes well you're wearing a skirt and I was like yeah I'm a boy in a skirt he's like I don't get it I was like there's nothing to get. There's a large penis under this cotton fabric. There's, you know what I mean? Like, well, I mean, that's a lot of transsexuals girl too. Um, the difference is <laughs> I sucked his dick later. So he was open. Um, there's another story. I was smoking weed and my pipe broke. 
And so I was doing the really old school ghetto shit where you, like, you know, you put a hole in a coke can or whatever, and you smoke the weed out of it. And I remember at being at a part at the second party, someone came up to me and was like, "Oh my god, are you smoking crack?" And I was just like, "I don't, I don't know who hurt you that you would even know how people smoke crack or the fact that I was smoking. Like, look at this skin, darling. You know what I mean? Does it, and also, do people just smoke crack in the stall of like a party? Do you just smoke? I mean, I guess Whitney did." Never, you know, let's move on. Let me just, just move the fuck on. But anyway, that was my Brazil story. Um, MLK Day just passed. So I feel like MLK Day is literally just there for black people to fill stupid questions from white people. Do you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't get you anything. I was at a Kiki and someone said, oh, my God. So, like, what does MLK Day mean to you and black people? And I said, well, when we wake up, we don't have a special flutter on MLK Day. That's just the high blood pressure we have because we can't get health care. Do you know what I mean? Like, that's not, like, you know what I mean? Black people don't wake up and like, oh, my God, do you feel that, <laughs> Jaquan? I, I feel that. That's sickle cell anemia, okay? Um, uh, or so, someone asked me. <laughs> Yeah, girl, have you read of the statistics of what's wrong with black people and their health? Sickle cell anemia is something, I don't know if it's a lot of people, but it's the only black thing. Not like lice, only white people get that. And then high blood pressure. We are naturally predisposed to high blood pressure. I am, I know you are, even though you're half black. Um, oh, another another question I got on MLK is, what are you going to do for MLK Day? Get high, bitch. What do you think I'm going to do? Why? Because I need to get high to... So, you know, mask over the sense of shame and fear I have living in this country. Um, you know what? I have a dream for MLK. AK, my dream for MLK Day is that everyone's off. Everyone gets equal time off on MLK Day. I feel like MLK Day is like February, the February month for black people. It just like bootleg day. Half the people get off. The only people who get off on MLK Day are teachers and people who work for the federal government. And them motherfuckers get off anytime. What? Oh, the government shuts down. Uh... <laughs> Um, weather sucks. I wrote that down because I, I have to talk about how fucking shitty the weather is in the city at this time. It's like anyone who's traveled to a warm place, you want to slit your wrists when you get on the flight back here because it's so cold and rainy. It's supposed to rain men in San Francisco. Instead, it rains stembies with an attitude. So I hate the weather, and I just want to bring that up. Now we're going to get to this new thing where it's not really new, but I'm going to try to make it more official where I talk about the parties that I've gone to, any upcoming parties, give you a couple of ratings and all that. I went to a Poly Glamour's party, and can we talk about how horrible the music was at Poly Glamour? Like, me and a bunch of people spent most of the fucking time, like, we would hear one good song, and then it just felt like the DJ decided to DJ for people who weren't dancing. Do you know what I mean? Like for people at home. But then you just spend your time walking around trying to find a good beat. And you couldn't even focus on all the hot scattered ass around because it was bad music. It was bad music. I don't know what's going on with you, Polly Glam. Normally you guys have much better music, but mm, you guys were not cute. I did go to a cute heaven party, one of Kai's parties. It was cute. Um, Harrison, the uh, beginning DJ, was really good. So his name is Henrique Harrison on Instagram. I got to spell it because Enrique, H-E-N-R-I-Q-U-E, Harrison, H-A-R-R-I-S-O-N. Go check him out. He's amazing. Alex Ramos, main GJ, he was amazing. He's this big, beefy, I'm going to say white because he looks white, but don't hate me if he's 
I don't know, Christian Aguilera White. Um, but I just love it when a big, beefy, you know, fucking DJ is just kind of moving their head, <laughs> you know what I mean, to the beat, and everyone around them is like, ah! Right? Amazing. So, out of the, the parties that I went to, um, Heaven, I'm going to give it three ahoos out of five, right? That's not perfect, but it's pretty good. And for polyglamorous, um, you probably can't see my lips right now, but they're pursed. And anybody who's seen Deborah Prada knows that means what? Catastrophe. Let's see. Um, we've got some upcoming projects that I'm looking forward to. I've got a Roman's Revenge party. It's going to be at Bo with my one of my favorite GJs, um, Jason Godfrey. He's black. I need to mention that because we need to get black people into Bo. More black people into Bo, right? And as we need to get more black people into any space. And then just want to, you know, big up my favorite DJ, Jason Godfrey. Go check him out and check us out on February 23rd at Bo. I also have a party at Bo called the Kiki every third Tuesday of the month. So bring your ass down there, bitches, if you want to hear a good music on Tuesdays. And then a party that I'm looking forward to is Gemini. Um, Gemini is, my is a good party because it's, it's, with, it's got both cute white twinks and good music. And normally you can't put those two things together. You know what I mean? If you're at a party with cute white twinks, this generally doesn't have good music. And if you're at a party with good music, only a small amount of cute white twinks. So I love Gemini in that regard. February 3rd, I'm at Club 6. It's their second anniversary. I remember going to them when they were at, what is it? The Holy Cow. And it was during the day, and I used to get so fucked up. I think the first four of them, I did wasn't able to walk out of there like normal. So then I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was a mess. Um, but I promise you, I will not get too fucked up at this next one. So those are my recommendations for parties coming up. Hit me up. Like I said, my Instagram is when at Rome. If you want me to um, call your party out, if I if my spirit so feels, I may do it. If not, I'll give you a rate. And if I do, I'll give you a rating if I go. All right, babies, let's take a break and we'll see you in a, in a bit. All right, welcome back, my lovelies. So let's get into it. We're going to do our first topic, which is always generally going to be world news. Um, oh my fucking God. So there were some armed men who stormed a TV station in Ecuador while filming a live fucking broadcast, right? These men, these, it was a live news broadcast during the day in Ecuador and men stormed the goddamn building with, mach with machine guns, regular guns, machetes. No, not machetes, machine guns, regular guns, grenades, and hand sticks of dynamite. Literally, you can see the motherfuckers doing the newscast and then guys come in with guns and they put him on the floor and they're like, yeah, fucking floor. But it was in Ecuadorian Spanish, right? And so um, it was basically like you're watching Telemundo, go Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. And then you go, and now we're at new, we're at, <laughs> we're at <laughs> news at Cuatro, right? And all of a sudden these motherfuckers walk in. And they just pointed a gun at your head. Like you was just you was just getting the the football recap. And now it was like V for Vendetta in Espanol. Like I have never seen some shit like that. Apparently 13 people lit, like nobody got killed. Um, they arrested 13 people um, as part of like this. Um, it was a response to this uh, crackdown on crime. Ecuador is a very um, serious like gang problem, probably drugs and shit. And so um, this was essentially their like response to the crackdown on crime. Um, they have a new president and that's like a big thing. And I think he's building like this big supermax prison. So this was their response to it. But I just had to bring this up. Can you imagine? You know what I mean? You just getting your makeup done. You looking at your new Botox. <laughs> I mean, 
I was like, oh no, Cameron doesn't do. Do you, do you get Botox? No. Not not yet. Mm. Soon, right, baby? Please God. Um. So yeah, you're getting a new Botox. You're getting your your TV makeup on, and then next thing you got a gun to your head and a machete in your mouth, right? So I just have to bring that up. Another thing that happened, like after they like you know broke in and solved everyone, you know what I mean? Sorry, like and rescued everyone. The prosecutor who was helping lead the you know prosecution against the people, the thirteen men who broke into the TV station, was shot on the street. Like you know what I mean? Just just whatever. So my God, the level of violence in this country it does not equate to the white person that we know is going to shoot up the next school in this country, but it is crazy, right? So I just had to bring that up. Um, I guess be careful when you're watching Telemundo, bitch, because you don't know who is going to storm a TV station, okay? I just watch ESP Espanol for the rest of my life. <laughs> okay, so now that we've delved into the inner workings of a TV station in Ecuador, <laughs> let's move on to our separate topic, which is uh, a news from America. So I don't know if you guys knew this, but on um, what was it one five an Alaska Airlines flight um, had a door blow off while the flight was in motion while was the, the plane was in flight. Literally, the um, it took it was, a, it was a fuel broad issue, and two or three minutes after takeoff, a door blows off the plane, and then masks come down, people are screaming, there's literally like air shooting out of the door, this is like what you would see in TV, and my motherfucking nightmare, can you believe in this day and age, that a door is blowing off of a major American airline, like, what the fuck, (laughs) like, I... I am getting like like anxiety just thinking about the situation. Like I, whenever I even think about flying, it's like it does. It scares me because of things like that, and I just can't imagine being on that flight. Um, uh, nobody was injured physically, but can you? Can we talk about the emotional PTSD? Like you know what I mean? I'd be crying. I'd have shakes. I need a therapist. Like I, it's just, it's just I, I, oh, I get chills just thinking about it. Just chills just thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And when, right yeah, and when you look up, there's like a good six people who buy it, and it's just like, and they even said in the article I read, if it had been at thirty or forty thousand feet, it would have been more violent, and maybe people would have been more hurt, and like at least the pressure would have been worse. So I don't like no one threw flew out of the pain, but on TV, that's what happens. Everyone that flows out of Harrison Ford, hanging on, people trying to fly out, Wesley Snipes. I'm black. I would have flown out that fucking plane. Mm-mm. Uh, oh, God. Alaska, apparently, Alaska Airlines knew about the pressurization issue. I read that it had been some, like, this plane, there had, it had been an operation since, I think, October or something like that. Um, and so they had, they knew about the issues, and they decided to make the plane not be able to fly. They, um, what is it? They, they kept it from flying over water, and so they could only fly over land because they knew that it had some issues. But... The fucking door flew off. So, I mean, you should have grounded the motherfucking flight. Like, not say, oh, well, it used to fly to Hawaii. So now we'll just send it to LA. You know what I mean? Like, like you got to get just as high up in the air to go to Hawaii as you got to go to LA. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if it's over land or air. This is a mess. They knew about the issue. Um, four people are suing. Four are suing for emotional disturbance. Four? That's it. 
that I know about. Fuck that. Every single person on that flight should be fucking suing. They should be in there in a wheelchair with the shakes, trying to get as much money as they can out of a lot. Girl, I'd own another Boeing jet by the time I'd sue all them motherfuckers for motherfucking suing. I'd have Johnny Cochran in that motherfucker so quickly. And I'd bring um, fucking Kim Kardashian's dad back from the dead so he could, he, could, he could represent me like he did OJ. What the fuck? Four people. And the kicker of this story is Alaska Airlines, uh, for everyone on the flight, gave them a full refund and a $1,500 certificate. <laughs> so let me tell you, if you're on a flight and a door flies off, you know that you'll, you'll get the flight refunded. And you'll get a fifteen hundred dollars certificate. I'm sure it's not even fifteen hundred dollars cash to use on whatever you want. <laughs> it just gets you. You can use only to use on the free on the Wi-Fi. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucking good! I can't believe this is really happening. The other thing is, didn't Bo- and these are Boeing jets, so they they grounded um, like nine jets or whatever. But the did Boeing have an issue two a couple two two three years ago where there was these two flights and they crashed and six hundred people died because they had in, they did something new and then the pilots weren't trained on it. So like Boeing, who what's going on, baby? You know what I mean? Like put down the ayahuasca and let's do our job. But I'm not flying. I'm checking to see if any flight that I get on is a Boeing and I'm not getting on them. Okay. Fuck that. I, I'll take a train, but these Boeing flights ain't leaving. They, I'm not going to li- I'm not going to put my life in danger for $1,500 certificate so I can get some chips. You know what I mean? And free Wi-Fi. You can kiss my black ass. Okay. Jesus. And on that note, let's take a break. And welcome back. Um, as I say before, I'll say again, if uh, I ever get some advertisements and that break is going to be a little bit long, but if it's not, you probably took a breath and did a bump and here we are. Um, so let's go on to our uh, next topic, which is SF local news. Whew, Lord Jesus, when I tell you all this one. So there was a black man, his name was Trevor Morgan. Only reason I mentioned his name was on the news. Um, and he was acquitted on charges stemming from a Karen racial profiling incident so what happened was this black man trevor morgan walking the street in october and sorry back in august he's walking down the street going to the store and he's black by the way i think i told you that important he's walking down the street and he starts to get harassed by an unhoused person um homeless that's a homeless person that's what this is what we say now unhoused um he was trying to get harassed by this whole unhoused person person was like talking shit talking all these things started eventually saying racial epithets you know what i mean um they're like a the thing white people say when they don't think black people are around um and so then the guy the black guy walks into a store comes out of the store unhoused person is still talking shit saying blah 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 then i guess that's when the black guy starts to, that's when tracy starts to like um, I guess they get into a verbal altercation, right? Probably, probably someone along is like, girl, can you p- keep you pushing, moving, white boy? Like, I know, you know what I mean? Just go. So there ha- a, a bystander is, um, happens to come by. The, the by, so, and the unhoused person is white, just so you guys know. The main character is Tracy is black. And then this bystander that comes by is also white. So we've got Tracy, um, you know, like arguing with this unhoused person who's harassing him and won't leave him alone. A bystander comes by, sees the altercation, and takes the white unhoused person's side, right? 
So then this bystander calls the cops and tells the cops that Tracy, the black guy, attacked him and the unhoused person and damaged his car, their car. I don't know if it's a man or a woman. So make sure you understand this. This white motherfucking bystander came by, saw a black guy and a white guy arguing. One white guy is unhoused. You know, one of the white guys is unhoused. Black guy, you know, not. And he just sees this altercation. It's a verbal, by the way, right? They're not fighting. They're not. There's no physical based on the article I read. And just takes the white person's side. And which, I mean, hey, you want to come and take a white person's side. But then the issue is he escalated by calling the cops on the black guy and lying to the cops by saying that the black guy, uh, Tracy, um, attacked him and the unhoused person and damaged his car. I'm going to just say he right now because I don't know. Fuck it. It's easy to say he. It's like, you know, the whole pronouns thing. So then the police come. And I guess you can you can tell that the police are a little skeptical of the story when they're when it's being told to them by this um, bystander who eventually admits that the damage to his car was not done by a black guy, right? So the police are still kind of skeptical. On You can see on the body cam. But they still arrest Tracy, the black guy, on assault for the alleged assault against the unhoused person and the bystander. So the black guy who was walking the street doing nothing, getting harassed, got arrested, even though the cops are a little skeptical of the story. The black guy gets arrested. He gets um, shards. They give him an ankle bracelet. He gets fired from his job because it's security. And then he has to go to trial and it gets he gets acquitted. But the fact that this motherfucker had to go to trial, like you, you know what I mean? Obviously, it's because he's a black man with no lawyer. But where the fuck is London Breed? Bitch, where are the African-American shoulder pads when we need you? If you, I have an African-American mayor, I expect her African-American ass to be on the, having my back when I'm getting racially profiled in her fucking city. Like, have you guys noticed that every African-American mayor, every, every, every black woman mayor of a large city has these, like, sh- the same shoulder pads that Oprah had, but she, like, in the 80s with that, oh, that purple dress? <laughs> Lori Lighthouse uh, or Lightfoot, sorry, the London Breed and whatever that girl, woman's name is, the Atlanta mayor, they all got the same shoulder pads. So I need the Atlanta, I mean, the black mayor, uh, black woman mayor shoulder pads to come to Tracy fucking... To his fucking defense, sorry, Trevor's defense, because I know that this motherfucker did not need to have to go all the way to trial when it was pretty clear that this these are trumped up charges. Do you know what I mean? Whatever. But this is, I'm just, I'm not surprised it's happening in San Francisco, but I kind of am. Like, really, bitch? And then what really gets me, I mean, I tell my friends all the time, I'm not walking the streets because I'm black. And now this is why, girl, you can't even walk the streets during the motherfucking day and not get attacked. Huh. I got a story because everyone thinks that San Francisco is really progressive and it is, but we have, we have races here. We have bigots. And I know because we have Trump supporters, right? We got like what? 10,000 Cameron people who voted for Trump in the last election. I think it might've been more, but there's some fucking, so when you walk around, you see these white people with that hippie look on their face, half of them, not half of them, some of them, small percentage of Trump supporters. But anyway, I was at Bo, a club, and this is a long time ago. And I was outside and some random guy comes to me, starts talking and he mentions about how I'm black. And I was like, oh, my God, you can tell. Um, and then we started talking, and he's like, you know, I know what it's like to be black. And I was like, oh, please do. I can't wait to hear this story. Let me get some popcorn. So he was saying that his dad, he's Greek, and his dad grew up 
Um, his dad emigrated to this country and didn't. And when his dad emigrated to this country, he didn't speak English, and so he had to like you know his mom would send him um, to the store to get things like uh, oregano and spices and shit. But because he didn't speak English, he would go to the store and get like made fun of and all that kind of stuff. And the guy was like, yeah, so you know what I mean? Like, I understand how hard it is to be black in America because, you know, my dad, he he experienced racism all the time. I was like, let me get this straight. You're equating the black experience with your dad not being able to order oregano at the store. (laughs) Oh, white people in San Francisco. Anyway, I had to bring this fucking up because, Jesus, can you still believe that you can't even walk in, in America in San Francisco? I can walk around in a skirt and not be harassed, but apparently if I'm black and an unhoused person starts talking shit, I still got to go to jail. Oof, let's end on a better note. You know what I mean? Let's, you know, who? Let's get the racism out of our out of our aura. Who? Bad racism. Who? Bad racism. Who? Tolerance. All right, let's move on to our last topic, which is pop culture. I just want to say this is about John Wick. Um, five being confirmed, so there's a fifth John fucking Wick. And before I move on, there's some spoilers because I'm talking about what happens in um, John Wick Four. So if you haven't seen John Wick Four and you really care about not getting it spoiled, you should probably pause now. And if you know what I mean, if not, you don't care. Let's keep going. So John with um, John Wick Five has been confirmed um, for like what 20, 2025 or early twenty twenty six. Why the fuck is there a John Wick Five when we killed John Wick off in the fourth one? They did a whole samurai. You know what I mean? White person trying to be samurai Japanese death. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't like the, he killed himself, but it was like the whole point of it was that he was done struggling. So how the fuck do the, do the movie star, the movie heads, studio heads, think that they can bring him back? And I remember reading an article because John McForce made so much money that the studio head was at the time was like, we're going to bring him back no matter what. And it's just so fucking dumb. Like, stop making mediocre white movies and start making better queer and people of color good movies. Like, you know what I mean? Like, my God, it's like Marvel. Girl, there is nothing Marvel <laughs> marvelous about Marvel anymore. You know what I mean? The movies look cheap. The movies look like B movies. The movies look like the movies look like TikTok. You know what I mean? Like they're so cheap now because they're trying to cut so many corners. The stories suck. The characters fucking suck. There's so many things that they can do in the comic book series that we, without talking about the same fucking same bullshit ass characters, right? So, oh god, I brought this up because it was just so fucking annoying. It's like like what is this? The Fast and the Furious series? Like in the Fast and the Furious series, they just bring anybody back from the dead. They don't give a fuck. They can live have blown that motherfucker up in the last one and then the next one he's smiling like that one asian guy they killed in um the one the one in the fast and furious with bow wow they killed his ass and then two movies later they brought him back and what is the timeline like where are we girl it's just like that like you can't just kill people and bring it back i guess you can and if a lot of people go to John Wick 5, I'm going to be fucking pissed because we need to stop making these stale-ass white movies and start making some good POC You know what? Start making some POC movies and then putting the same fucking POC characters in the, in the movie. That way we just keep getting them in. You know what I mean? Use that just nostalgic trap. And that's it, everybody. You know, I'm done. I've had a great time. Oh, my God. I hope you guys do. I'll see you in a couple weeks. 
Um, as usual, remember to listen, to rate, and to um, share. Send me any feedback that you have, any questions or comments. Once again, my when in Rome. Um, I'm sorry, my Instagram is when in Rome, W-H-E-N-N, Rome. I love you guys. And until next time, keep it sassy, San Francisco.